This is the lowest hanging fruit. And the worst thing is, is that we completely fell for everything thinking it might be funny. Onward, we march into the fourth episode of the Nick Cage swearing program. Right into a big cave of dicks. Oh boy. Uh, full disclosure, we mistakenly took a couple of days off in between <laughs> these. What was intended as just a short break, uh, a little breather, time for a cup of tea or coffee quickly snowball into a few <laughs> days between the recording of this particular episode and the last one. We took the first available opportunity to not do what we said we were going to do. And um, I, I don't care how anyone judges us for that. This this is fucking horrible. How the fuck did we used to do this every single day for three months? Well, at least like there's you can say whatever you want about him, and he's put out some questionable stuff, right? But at least when we were doing the films, you knew you were getting a different film every day. Variety is the spice of life. This is just over and over again. Fucking shit, dude. This is so bad. We literally were talking on our way through this. We're watching this together and chatting at the same time. It's probably a bad move to try and make content afterwards but <laughs> it's um he's very steadily become the worst thing about this program and and it's a bad program to begin with this man was clearly hired as the the draw for this show he is like the like we referred to it before he is the clickbait he is the thing that makes you go oh nick cage is going to talk about swearing brilliant but yeah you're completely right he he's the weakest he's the biggest gap in the armor for all of this thing because his scenes are becoming increasingly grating he's had the exact experience that we had where we thought episode one was like a good bit of you know some top mark right there episode two this joke's run its course he's fallen for his own trap i know that's what you get nick <laughs> i mean it's it's clear that he is is over this he's playing into it with a degree of intelligence but this one opens with him staring down the camera and saying here we go another fucking episode to which you and i <laughs> both in unison said tell me about it and this is with some days off as well this is really this is grating this is not good television there's not you're not even my netflix standards is this good television not even my funny or die standards is this entertaining you know what you're right because Netflix, I view Netflix as a well as sort of like a seal of approval, a seal of quality, you know? I mean, it's made it to Netflix. <laughs> not it's anymore. clearly better than something youtube -y, you know? Anyone could put anything on YouTube. There's not really a benchmark for quality there. But I guess you think when it comes to Netflix, sure, you know, it's it's a step up. But what? <laughs> what on earth is doing? First they release Rob Schneider's self-funded, self-made television program. And now this. Oh, God. Yeah, there's been some real fucking goofs on their part. This is... It's just... It, we, we've said about this before. This is the lowest hanging fruit of, of Netflix shows that they could have possibly made. And the worst thing is, is that we completely fell for everything thinking it might be funny. And the more we watch it, and you're probably having a similar experience to me here, I just wonder, like... Nick Cage can't tell jokes. That's what I've realized looking at this. The man is, he's just a bit too, I don't know if it's just because he's like 
fully a father now, but they're like dad joke equivalents. I would have enjoyed this to be all dad jokes. That would have been funny. He can't... He... I don't know if this is it's part of this weird character that he's putting on, but it's like cringy to the point that it's not even like cringe funny. It doesn't bode well, you know. I I and the gaps between us doing the 100-day marathon and this, I have had time to reflect on it and think on the man and you know what I I had weirdly weirdly tinted fond memories. I got to the end of that saying, you know, there were highs and lows, but I think he's talented. I think that was fair to say. But now I've come to this. Oh, I don't know. I don't know, man. He's definitely had talent. Whether he still possesses it is different, I think, at this point, is a fair a fair thing to bring up. I think it's like with music, with acting, isn't it? You're only as good as your last song. Right. And with, with acting, you're only as good as your last film or your last show. And what, what was the last film that we watched of his? Do you remember? His last new one. Um, and then let's try and work out let, let, let's cage match this. Right. Okay. Now we're talking. Let's let's see let's see how this fares against uh, what though though that last stint guys is it bad? I've su- I've suppressed this so much because that I... last stint was so rough of his films. They all blurred to one. I know Primal was really near the end, but I don't think it was the last released. Was it the film where? Was it Grand Isle? Yes, that's the one. I couldn't remember the name of it with his oh. like the wife and the carpenter. Yeah, he's painting the defences and then there's the storm and he comes in and <laughs> cages his wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, Which was the final do? comeuppance of the, you know, <laughs> Mr. Steal Your Girl. I know. But still. The cuckold king. Yeah, <laughs> the king of cuck. <laughs> king of cuckold island. <laughs> But yeah, how do you think that this fares into against what we all decided was a fucking abysmal film? Um, well, that film clearly wasn't particularly memorable for for either of us. Let's be real. This is this is so this shows like offensively bad to the point it really stands out. I don't know if it's a recency bias I'm putting there. That's exactly where I would go for this. I think Grand Isle was just you know you know what I wasn't mad that I watched it once. I'd never watch it again. But right. it, it wasn't like horrible it just wasn't good this is yeah. this is undeniably bad because it's um like we say about cage he he rarely does the same thing twice he always gives you a variety and in this show he is just doing the same thing but again that's playing into him looking so frustrated about it because he's he's backed himself into a corner i would have liked to have seen him really caged this up and tried to have uh, given each episode a different character now that that, that would, would have, have been Cage. You know what I mean? That would have been Cage. 2020's really got him down, I think. Well, you're completely right here, man. And um, listen, times have been tough for everyone. Everyone's got to make a buck here and there. The films that he had coming out, whether he's doing some sort of royalty type split or whether they just give him a big bag of money in his dressing room or not, like everyone everyone needs to make that money at the moment. So I can't say I blame him for this. I, I did a bit of research uh, and... True to what we speculated, Nicolas Cage did film all of his parts for this entire series in one day. Oh, what what a surprise. And it may or may not surprise you to learn that in my reading, I discovered that he is improvising. This is an unscripted on his part. He would get the gist, he would sit and consider, he would come out with that. And I presume they would do the first take every time. It, none of this screams that they've tried anything twice. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Every, t- every now and then, 
they land on something where you kind of go, that's not funny, but there's the start of something that could be really funny if it was refined. But none of this is refined at all. I'd even say the same for the guests at this point, where they're not quite as jarring and horrible as cages in this. There's like... Sometimes a script is a good thing, you know? Or like some amount of prep. Having people just talk about something isn't that funny. There's no timing to a lot of this. There's no... You can't edit around bad timing, you know what I mean? Failure to prepare is preparing to fail, Nicholas. Exactly. But I am going to need you, off the back of that, to be nice to Nicky, Ben. It's got to be the... I mean, ankle swingers is generous. <laughs> they were up to the shin. His I trousers saw... are getting higher and higher. They're like um, they're like three-quarter length trousers at this point. I, I, I'm into it. Yeah, no, I, I'm not mad. And it's it's playing more into the nature of... He didn't want to do reshoots, clearly. They got to the end of this. They went, oh, Nick, just so you know, we uh, your trousers are kind of riding up your leg there. I don't know if you want to just do that again. He's like, there's no time. <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> I'd love to be nice to Nicky just for calling Please. this as it is. Um, I think there's one thing that we've all grown to love from him, and, and it's something we all live by, is that honesty is the best policy. So when an episode opens with him going, not another fucking episode, <laughs> I think... You know what I mean? He's he's warning you. And for that, can you criticise the episode? He's given you just warning. Yeah. It's, it's more than he's done for us before. Totally. He's tr- he's always played tricks. He's been deceitful. He's tried to lure us down a path. Whereas this time, the writing is on the wall and he is the one pointing to it. He's saying, listen, if you don't like what th- b- was before... This isn't going to be for you. We put the strongest stuff at the beginning. You know what I mean? Rude Box opens the Rude Box album. You know what I mean? It's all downhill from there. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily start track. strong, but it definitely doesn't get any better. <laughs> well, it's an interesting point you bring up there about the trajectory of this. We've got we've got two episodes left. What have we had so far? We've had fuck shit. What was the other episode? We've also had. Oh, we have had. And we currently just learned about the history of Dick, a word, of course, derived from Richard. I was upset that we didn't get anything about Yeah, it's a shame, isn't it? I think that's a real... That would have really piqued my interest. There was no, nothing really about Dickhead. I don't feel like I learned much in this episode. Dickhead comes in passing, pardon the pun there, Dickhead comes in passing when Nick Cage is thinking of other names that could have been suitable substitute for Richard, which is, of course, shortened for Dick, and he is using his own name, Nick, as a substitute for that, you know? Oh, it's so much cringier now you know that he's improvising that and all the cast are just there, just like, yeah, man, this is, wow, this is what funny. This is the funny stuff. on set to that? Not a laugh. Professionals only, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Dead silence from these professionals. They wouldn't they couldn't necessarily laugh at something like that. But we all know it's absolutely hilarious. Well done. Yeah, they are cracking up. Timeless joke. Wow. Busting guts at the behind the cameras, (laughs) trying not to collapse. Ribs are popping out of chests. But this is the thing that gets me, right? Because you could you could maybe uh listen to this episode and think, Ben and Dan are above jokes, that's why they're not enjoying this. Every time there was any sort of segment from something that wasn't this show, the portrayed a d- joke, both of us creased up laughing because <laughs> none yeah, of us, th- no one's above it. This is just sure. this is just poor form from everyone. This was the episode we laughed the most at. Zero percent of them were anything to do with Nick Cage or even really the other interviewers. They were all 
tied. They were all tied to clips from other films and other well, all other Andy Sandberg projects. Yeah. <laughs> what a surprise. Um, the guys, he's got it going on. Look, look, big question. Okay, this is this is going to come off the back of us having a few days off, which I know we weren't supposed to do, but oh, I trust in you for this, Ben. That the couple of days you've had, you spent brainstorming an episode name for this. So I've got some ideas. Um, you know, I didn't even, I didn't even look up what the what the word on in play was. Uh, I can I can try freestyle. Not even something. not even just like a title for this entire series. <laughs> Are we still going with a? I know why the Cajun Hick swears. So is that still where we're at? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> what what do we just call it? Fuck off, Nick Cage. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Um, what about Nick heads? Nick head is pretty up there, isn't it? Nick ass. <laughs> <laughs> I got some um, some ideas for this episode. Ty, I'd run past you. Yes, please. Nick Titans go to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it's better than Team X. <laughs> that, that was my next option. <laughs> um, ass is probably going to be the episode title, I'd imagine. Whoa, obviously, yes, mate. You, you know what I mean? It's it's too much there, but there is some funny ones. The frozen dick was going to be a one that I was going to bring up, <laughs> and um, either that or Dick Rider. <laughs> dick Rider, spirit of dicks, <laughs> Dick of Vengeance. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think we've pulled as many dick jokes as we can out of this fucking empty bag, right? Yeah, very well put. I, I just to really round off and and give our dear listeners a, a great summary. It, quite right. If you've been listening to this and you think we've been piling on a bit too hard, I wouldn't recommend seeing the show to find out for yourself. But I will describe the final scene of this in which Nick Cage speaks and encourages his own penis. Oh God, that was fucking awful. That is honestly one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. That was um, that was rough. It silenced the both of us utterly. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really poor form. And then it's like the really like horrible like lowbrow joke where he's actually facetiming his account. It's like shut up. You've has he improvised that again? Is this improvisation right now? Because this is almost it's certainly. really bad. An iPad, an iPad. I need an iPad. Right. Let's let let's move on to the next one. Would you reckon? Let's let's uh, let's let's call this one for what it is. This was again yep. an episode of pure shit. Uh, coming up next, we have everyone's favourite swear. Oh, what is it's it? It's pussy. Oh no. Yeah. Oh. Well, this will be fun. Well, at least this episode's over. So thanks for anyone that listened to um <laughs> this week's episode, the Dicker Man. Um, <laughs> Oh, God. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>